0: This episode is sponsored by Overcast, a better podcast app than whatever you're using right now. Unless it's Overcast. Get Overcast for free on the App Store.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Welcome
0: back to the Ajama Show. It's your hostess, This is what the most is. My name is Peter Kim. And I am
1: Angie Kim.
0: Oh, Unji Kim, how are you doing? How's Chicago? How's life treating you? What's the what's the latest? What's
1: the what's the latest? I have Yeah. I have had no less than three leaks in my house.
0: Leaks. <laughs> leaks. Water. You're not leaks. talking about your son peeing. You're no, talking I, about I, pipes pe- bursting. I pee
1: my son and I and I pour his pee into the toilet. It's never <laughs> a problem.
0: <laughs> Why is your house leaking? What's going on?
1: The AC unit. Started leaking.
0: Uh huh.
1: Um, cause it's like, you know, it's been like AC central cause it's been fucking hot in Chicago, very, very hot. Um, and so the AC's always running. Um, and then so we had crazy water damage to the unit below us. <laughs>
0: oh, damn. Yeah. And then like flooding or like flooding. that shit. Oh, shit. Like, like straight For up. Real? Like, it's
1: really bad. Yeah. And then
0: is—is is there anyone in there, or is that your old like podcast studio that you were down there for like a month or so?
1: I'm still in that podcast studio. You're. And, what are you talking about? Wait, just,
0: I thought you moved up to the room, the the other room no, no, that you is, were. Weren't, weren't you building a little dolly?
1: I, I did, but then I, I fucked it up, and then I just we just came back.
0: <laughs> so this room you're in right now is the basement room. Mm-hmm. Where you used to, like, have that, like, a makeshift fucking yes. soundproof and I moved wall. Yes,
1: and then I moved it out into the larger room.
0: Oh, okay. And so
1: now, like, I have, it's, like, a full-on studio studio. Like it Oh, looks, that's incredible. Looks. So
0: how are you, how, what about the water damage?
1: There's another unit between this one and ours.
0: Oh, 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 I see. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. It was that one that got there. Okay, yeah. wow.
1: So they have, like, crazy water damage. And then I have another. Lead. Someone lives there, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, damn. A beautiful couple. And okay. um, so they were both out of town. That's why like the leak went out of control. They didn't see it. So oh, it was God. like that for like a full day and a half. And there's water <gasps> everywhere. Oh, God. Oh, God. And so we just oh. were like putting up. We like did a makeshift. Like I took an old vacuum cleaner hose. Uh-huh. and Uh-huh. I stuck that on that and it just like went into a bucket. Like, truly, oh like, this was, like, God. bad news bear shit, where I'm just, like, my husband and I are getting, getting are fighting. My son is, like, what's going on? I think I can fix it. And I'll just be both of us being, like, shut up. And, like, <laughs> 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 like truly insane. Um,
0: that would be so funny if you, like, you hit your kid for the first time yeah. ever. <laughs> I could just imagine You being the type of mom Who like slaps your kid And immediately starts crying Like
1: I'll tell you what
0: you know what kind of mom that isn't my mom, all yeah, right? My, my mom never Apologize. even blinked after beating my ass. She no. beat my ass and she'd be like, what the fuck are you looking at? You want some more? And I'd be like, no. You know, I
1: would my
0: have mom like was like, 왜 울어? 왜 울어? 너가 뭐
1: Yes, <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
1: What is that? I told my white friends that once. They are like, oh my God. I was like,
0: Why are you crying? Why are you crying? Yeah. It's like, they, it's as if they, from a very young age, they were telling us to ignore our emotions. And if you cry, that means you were right. Yeah. Who cries? I don't understand. Like, why would that even translate that way? Like, why are you crying? You think you did something right? Yeah. When's no, the last time you saw someone cry doing something right? Where is that re- where is that even but pulled from that it's reference? The idea
1: that if you cry that you have the right to cry you have
0: oh, you have the r- the okay. right to cry
1: right because But wh-
0: when would that happen when like give me an example where your mom saw someone crying and then she would be like hmm yeah
1: um he's when, got the during right to cry. W- only during war
0: <laughs> oh like oh like some yeah something oh god gotcha, yeah gotcha. like you know like, like, like oh, a justified
1: like you know, Japanese people have taken your husband and you're like...
0: <laughs> My family has been torn asunder.
1: So you're like walking this dirt streets of Pusan, with two children and <laughs> yeah. crying. Like that lady deserves to cry.
0: Yeah, yeah. And she, she has one baby wrapped on her yeah. back and her front. Yes. With those big like emin towels. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh,
1: uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> that Only that lady is allowed to cry.
0: Okay, she's the only one allowed to cry. Okay, great. You, you, because you got a B minus? Your bitch has got a B minus and you got a hechori to your fucking (laughs) jongari? You got your calves beat with this switch and you think you're going to cry, bitch? I don't think so. Now go in the corner and raise your hands until you tremble.
1: Oh my God, the trembling. (laughs) Oh my God. It's I like, told it,
0: my wife friends that I used to sit in the corner, face the corner, and have my arms up. And if my arms fell even a little bit. That I would get hit yeah. with the switch yeah. Yeah, on yeah. my arm. Uh-huh. And they, like one girl started crying. She was like, "I'm so sorry." And, and then you were like, like "Wera, yeah, yeah. Why are you crying? You think you have the right to cry?"
1: I mean, it's it's like. I, I, you know, I realized What I'm a so,
0: traumatic <laughs> way to raise kids
1: It's true When I think about it, it's like But it also happened inside of Korean schools Like, they don't, they don't do this, I don't think, anymore oh. But the hand up until you tremble oh. Like, I was explaining this to someone we're They're holding like, up the
0: bucket of water They're
1: like, how does that happen? I was just like, have you ever held your hands up For a really long period of time? And they were like, they had to think about it Like, no I was like, yeah, that's why I, you don't know Like,
0: <laughs> Yeah, you don't well, do Well, let it. me tell
1: you from personal experience Your hands start to tremble yeah. <laughs> even even if you're kneeling and you often are kneeling. Like you have to face a wall and kneel. Uh, but they don't do that in schools anymore in Korea even, I don't think.
0: No. Um, Not I don't anymore. Know, because one class they had that scene where the kid had to like hold the waters up. But that's like,
1: like K drama. I think that's all, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, it think, traumatized. It's like, yeah, I don't think it's traumatized. And as it's much. always
0: in some small town and not in some, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, but look like, at this fucking back ass Shigortam yeah. doing this, <laughs> beating their kids up.
1: Yeah. They don't I don't do know, that.
0: man. I would say, okay, so I, have, uh, I, okay, let me just catch you up. I recently came back from La Jolla
1: mm-hmm, with,
0: mm-hmm. Um, uh, I was a- on a vacation. Yes. With my friends who have also been quarantining. Mm-hmm. And we all got COVID tests together.
1: I mean, like, but those friends, you guys are essentially a pod.
0: We're a pod. We see each other every weekend outside. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, whatever. So we went and we, you know, did not go out. And we purposefully paid a lot of money to have a big house with a pool. So we didn't have to go anywhere.
1: Of course. You know what I mean? We yeah, could yeah. do our
0: drugs, we could hang out in yes. the, you know, yes. whatever, yes. the yard, the estate, if you will. Yeah. So <laughs> So we did the whole thing and first of all, this house was so fucking weird. It was it was owned by an old Jewish couple who I think is dead now. But all but their stuff is still there. Okay. I, it was like managed by one of those management companies. Okay, and um, we they there's all this stuff uh, uh, left around um, by the couple Esther and Joel. And that's we, Jewish. That is very Jewish, and it was all this like quasi. Asian y orientally like mismatched <laughs> vases. Dude, that is Jewish. It's wish. It's so Jewish. Like super ostentation sculpture yeah. of like a, a woman with a lion. You know oh, what I yeah, mean? Yeah. But like turned around. You know what I mean? It was so weird. It's like the
1: inside of the fanciest Chinese restaurant they'd ever been to. Yeah.
0: <laughs> exactly. They're like, ah, Christmas. They, <laughs> who says the jews hate
1: christmas
0: (laughs) but it was so odd and everything was a little under nice like everything just didn't work as well not all the lights worked the door the 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 tub there was a huge like nice jacuzzi tub but like um only like one part worked. There was a pool with a hot tub in it, but the hot tub didn't heat up, so it was just another cold pool to sit in. You know what I mean? And and then we had uh, our Jewish friend Jason. I was like, "What the fuck is wrong with this place?" And she, he was like, "This is like my grandma's house. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. a very classic Jewish house." Yes, and I was like, "Why is everything like a little shitty?" And he was like, "The Jews love to keep a, something a little shitty so they have something to complain about." Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's true. And everything is good What's the p- I like, like, can't compl- complain Yeah Complaining is a part of that You know yeah. A joy
0: yeah. It's cultural It's, it's cultural, cultural. <laughs> So I was like You know what I get it now I get it You can't have everything Be like spick and span You gotta Like there was a piano But like it was Like one half of the piano Was out of tune You know what I mean It was just like weird Um I could not spend. I can't believe we spent that much money on a fucking B and B where everything kind of worked, but um, it was fine. Yeah. Uh, and uh, what was I going to say about this? It's place. weird to be
1: that, around that many dragons while you're on drugs. Though.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so many dragons, so many cranes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> a, a lot of
1: like, like yes, Chinese like, high, like uh, calligraphy everywhere. I know exactly what this is. A lot of blue and white.
0: Uh, yes, and yes. Uh, everything was eighties. There was a tape deck that and a CD player, but only the tape deck worked. So we were <laughs> listening to tapes. I haven't listened to a cassette tape in so long.
1: The sound is warm, isn't it?
0: It's nice, actually. Yeah, it's 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 too fuzzy to really be. Great <laughs> <laughs> It's like watching a VHS tape There's a nice like blur to it
1: Yes It's like a, it's like a soft yeah, focus nice.
0: that,
1: yeah. A lot of like music videos now look like that
0: Oh is there like a comeback to that? Like this like, that's, like the kind of warm, fuzziness Yeah 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 oh, that's cool I like that
1: There's an Instagram filter that looks like that
0: Yeah that's right mm-hmm.
1: Like it's like a, th- it's a thing it's an aesthetic
0: it's a moment. It's yeah. coming back. I yeah. mean, I know this was intentional
1: on the part of Esther and Joel, but uh...
0: no, that's just their life. They, <laughs> I mean, they just liked it that way. Yeah,
1: I mean, who knows if it's. <laughs> but I was, so it was like it was. You were there. You were having fun. It was like a whole thing in La Jolla, and
0: we had a great time. And I was, I had a, I was, pitch, I'm, I was, I'm during a pitch week. I was like, I'm just gonna go away. And my agents were like, you have to pitch on Tuesday. This show. To CBS, like, are you gonna be able to do it? I was like, yeah, it's fine. It's Airbnb; they'll have Wi Fi. I get down there, and the Wi Fi does not work. So the next morning, I had to drive all the way back to LA just to come back home, right here, to get back on my home Wi Fi and pitch Shut my show. Up. Yeah, it was so fucking frustrating. I, I was like, I cannot believe, and it was in the middle too, like. We we booked it So we would have Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday So we'd have three nights Yeah Because I hate going away From two nights Because the first night You get there And you have to Immediately like Unpack and settle in Yes And then the next night You're like Oh I'm leaving tomorrow So you're like uh, Already anxious about it There's no actual night To just like hang
1: Yes this But this true. was like
0: A three nighter Was perfect And I haven't done A three nighter In so long Yeah <laughs> These are the Small pleasures Of an <laughs> adult man <laughs>
1: No, in pandemic. In a long term relationship. Yeah, in pandemic,
0: particularly. I mean, you've heard of um, friends going away in Chicago. People are doing that, right? Like renting cabins and hanging out. Like, oh, that's I like mean, a thing, right? This
1: past weekend, everyone, I mean, this, okay, I got a flat tire, this oh. leak, another oh. leak, almost every single day since Saturday, so, something has broken in my house.
0: Damn what the fuck Maybe your house is telling you To get the fuck out of yes, there
1: Yes like, we gotta like, go get out on vacation out. girl We gotta get out But yeah everyone was out of town In Chicago last weekend Yeah Everyone's going I mean like Yeah I think How,
0: how do you feel about that Would you Would you pot up and go With somebody Yeah
1: I don't, I honestly I wouldn't even need to pot up I will just be like Just let's stay far away From each other In a huge house Oh <laughs> What? What's the point of going? I together? just want to live somewhere for another Else. place. I want to live in a nicer. Per- I want to live in a richer person's house for like three days.
0: You want to? You want to pay a cleaning fee?
1: Yes, that's all.
0: <laughs> I love that.
1: Like, I want to like look at a different kitchen. I want to yes. like. <gasps>
0: this kitchen was so gorgeous. Oh my god! I've never felt so liberated in a kitchen. See, it I had mean... a. We had it had a cent, it had a center island and a range built into the island. Wow. Come on. So that you can you can be on either side of the island and cook. And taste. And taste. And I've stir. never done that before. That's because, great. you know, Eric and I love to cook together, but yeah. we have a tiny kitchen. So it's always like one person's doing side, one person's doing main. Yeah. You know, I'm usually like throwing a salad together if he's doing the main because it's too small. But we had all this space and I was like, oh, my God, we're communicating. We're listening to each other. I'm asking how his day was, you know, like it's just.
1: I yeah. was <laughs> like sweating over the stove. I'm like,
0: <laughs> yeah, get the fuck out of my way.
1: <laughs> I'm trying to use the air fryer.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean like It's I would love I would love that I can't believe You had to come back
0: I had to come There wasn't an outdoor a Cafe I'm sure there was But I just didn't I didn't trust it And it's a It's a huge Network pitch So You couldn't um, be
1: around A lot of people yet, Yeah yeah
0: uh, yeah, I couldn't have any like random things happening in the middle of my like. Hey, I'd like to pitch you a TV show to sell.
1: <laughs> someone like coming back, dropping off the check, like someone yeah. in the
0: background. <laughs> yeah. Maybe the, uh, they would have loved the audacity of it. I should have. I should try that out for. I have three more pitches left. I'll do one of the pitches in a McDonald's drive-through. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in my car. <laughs> <laughs>
1: just excuse me, just a second. Uh, number yeah. two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Are your apple pies warm? <laughs> I only want them if they're warm.
1: I'm so sorry. I'll be right back. No, but I mean, <laughs> yeah. like, just be honest. I can tell you're lying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right,
0: guys, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Someone Cho. Also known as ProZD. I'm Sung Won Cho. I'm a voice actor, and I also have a YouTube channel called ProZD. Oh, we have Sung Won Cho joining us. ProZD. Hey, I'm Sung Won Cho, also known as ProZD on the internet. Hey, Sung Won. It's, it's Sung Won. Sang Wing. Sung Won. No, No G at the end, or any of those other sounds. Sing-wan. Sung-wan. sung Wu. Sung-wan. Sing-win. Sung-wan. Sung-wan. sung one. Do you have an English name? Bitch! Okay, it's it's like the two English words. I sing, I sang, I have sung. And then, the past tense of win is one. Good! So, combine them together, you get... Sung What is wrong with you? All right, we're back. We're back. Today we're talking about kind of the same topic right now, right? Yes. It's a continuation of what we talked about last week, but this is uh, something that's been in the zeitgeist and in our minds for a while. And we're talking about the Asian-American voting um, public and the Asian-American experience as, as it pertains to BLM and... Um, you Asian know, American
1: history of activism In our country
0: Yeah And coming to terms with our own anti-blackness And uh, you and I both Read this great article Slash it's a, it's listened a, yeah. to this yes. podcast Yeah Right It's called Code Switched mm-hmm. You want to talk about it? You want to tell them a little bit about What what it's about?
1: Well The Gallup poll thing That they cited at the beginning of this article Is great
0: That Yeah, they're, yeah. The newest Gallup poll <clears throat> Did you read like the, the whole thing? I have it actually pulled up. Let mm-hmm. me go through some of these stats. So, um, if you guys don't know, Gallup is a famous polling uh, entity. They've they've done they do everything really. You know, presidential <laughs> races. Really explaining
1: what Gallup is?
0: Okay. <laughs> I don't do know. Not some, know people what just, a Gallup some people is? don't know what a Gallup poll is. My brother does, doesn't know who John Lewis is. You know what I mean? Like it's just there's some people. I guess if you're listening to this podcast, you know what Gallup poll is. I don't know. Yeah, sure. Yeah, you know what a Gallup poll is. But anyway, the recent Gallup poll found that the Asian Americans are more likely to say they support and feel connected to recent protests than any of the other ethnic groups. Now, with that being said, they only poll um, black adults asian adults white adults and hispanic adults so we're leaving a lot of people out Caleb's <laughs> not and also
1: it's only by the way it's only aside from black people it's not like we aside feel from it more than yes yeah
0: no, no 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 yeah it's like asian yeah asians are more woke
1: <laughs> no it's black people than us
0: <laughs> and, and black people than us and we are feeling it more than the hispanics and whites and um, and honestly, that's surprising for, you know, for a long time, I really always assumed that Asian-Americans were not really good at, you know, our civic duties and showing up for um, activism or protests or stuff like that. But, um, you know, as far as Gallup says, it, it, we are. So it says that um, of the per, uh, of the amount the percent of support. Uh, People who support protests, Asian-American adults is 89%, Mm -hmm. just behind black adults, 92%. White adults, 59%. Now, this drastic drop is so indicative. Like, it's so sad. (laughs) Uh, Do you support the protests? 92%, 89%, white people, 59%. (laughs) absolutely insane and then um another stat that says uh, do you feel connected to the protests 84% of black adults said yes 73% of Asian adults said yes 43% of white adults said yes this is a huge issue this clearly is showing like that white people are not comfortable with this and Hispanics 55% so You know, white white people are obviously upset and feel victimized by (laughs) racial justice.
1: (laughs) I mean, it's like the idea that justice is finite, right? Right. Like if they get justice, that means somehow I will have less justice. (laughs) Yeah. And it's like no i mean <laughs> that's and that's also works. is indicative of how endemic and deeply ingrained the ideas of who, someone being right and someone being mm. wrong and that means that yeah. it's like two sides of one right like that as opposed They're to there are only those two answers yes. yeah and, you know and, and moreover that somehow they feel so disconnected from what racial justice might mean to them right because they because race doesn't enter into their mind Period. Yeah, you know, and like justice is just part and parcel of their existence as white people, mm-hmm. right? The fact that they might feel any sort of injustice for them is not a part of race. It's just that classic, like, well, that's just life.
0: Yeah, we're all on the same page. Slavery's over. Yeah. <laughs> we've reset. Come on, guys. <laughs> <It's all good.
1: laughs> you know. Now,
0: this that I thought was very interesting: the participation in racial justice protests. Okay, Mm -hmm. in the last 30 days, have you participated in a protest about racial justice and equality? Percent of percent of all U.S. adults, 11 percent said yes. Wow. Eighty nine percent said no. Now, there's also confirmation bias and there's, you know, people are reporting more or less. So like, you know, whatever. Take it with a grain of salt. But 11 percent sounds pretty low of U.S. adults participating in a protest. Yeah
1: Especially Black adult Yeah Given our current situation Given what's happening
0: In the world Look at this though Okay so this is What was surprising 11% of US adults But of the uh, Percent of black adults 18% Said yes Percent of Asian adults 20% I mean, we like to go to Asians are out there more. (laughs) We love to congregate Asian adults. At least they're saying they've been out to protest more than black adults. And then Hispanic adults, 13 percent, white adults, 10. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously, 18 to 29, it shoots up to 26 percent. Now, more than a quarter of 18 to 29 year olds are out protesting. That's pretty fucking cool. Yes. And then it drastically drops thirty to forty-nine. That's our group, thirteen <laughs> percent. Fifty to sixty-four boomers, seven yeah. percent. Obviously, they did fifty-five all their plus three percent of sixty-five plus three percent. I can't really watch. And then Democrats, twenty percent. Independents, nine percent. Republicans, one percent. <laughs>
1: that's the one percent right
0: there. <laughs> that's the one percent. <laughs> we thought it was about being rich, but it's about being racist. Um. One percent, wow, Republicans that's sad, man.
1: Nothing is that's, wrong, nothing, nothing is, is wrong. wrong,
0: everything is great,
1: everything's fine, uh, and the only reason why things are getting like this is because I mean, and that's part of the reason why, even with most Republicans is they're like always convinced that this is not really that big a thing, yeah, you know all this protesting it's, it's like a tiny portion. It's the same thing with what was happening in the sixties and seventies is actually a tiny portion of people, and the thing is, it is a little bit true, like you know the the Sure. hippies and the movements it's they in terms of percentage of the nation at the time maybe like not that uh, significant but think about that 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 small percentage was able to agitate enough change
0: right you know exactly before there was the internet before there were more than four channels of tv i was w- watching the john lewis um, memorial today did you watch the uh, obama speech
1: no i don't, i've only watched battlestar Galactica <sighs> today
0: Oh, that's actually great. <laughs> Which season are you on?
1: I'm on one.
0: Oh, great season. Two's good. Three gets crazy. Um, like crazy but, you know, season one good? took place during w- George W. Bush. I can see that. It's nine. It, there was a lot of commentary about a wartime president and yes. how much power he should have. Yes. And that's that's all commentary based on 9-11.
1: I can see that.
0: Yeah. It was very interesting to watch at that time um but anyway i watch uh obama's speech and it was truly god it's refreshing to (laughs) listen to someone speak well (laughs) if it sounds insane someone who has thought about his words (laughs) his delivery the intent (laughs) the rhetoric like god i miss intelligence he's presidential Clinton, he's a monster, but he he did great. George W. Bush stumbled through his thing; he sounded fine. <laughs> you know, he didn't sound as stupid as he usually does. Like all all three of them, they were great. And I listened to Michelle Obama's podcast today. Um, her new podcast, I think it's just called Michelle Obama Podcast. Mm-hmm. Her first um, guest was Brock, yeah. and oh my god, just listening to them talk. It was so cash and fun and they're ribbing each other. Yeah. And and they're laughing. And you can tell like they are so in love. They like they're a fan of each other. Yeah. They dig each other. They both look at each other and like, damn, I got lucky. Yes. I'm fucking lucky.
1: They do dig each other. That's a great way, but yeah, they dig each other. They're like the fans. They're like they take they they delight in each other's company.
0: Yes, absolutely. It's if i was so a kid i'd be beautiful. so embarrassed if i was a kid i'd be like oh my god you guys are so fucking corny stop, like, it. stop
1: being in love this is so embarrassing yeah. i am 18 <laughs> all years my, old all my
0: friends have divorced parents god it's <laughs> <they're> so annoying <laughs> i was thinking about that because he was talking about malia and she's 20 now mm-hmm. 21 and um yeah, you know, he was talking about, and they were talking about how, what we were t- we've we been talking about for the last three months, I think, since maybe before. We've been kind of stepping back into this, like, I don't know, I don't want to put a label on it, but you and I have been talking about this uh, idea of uh, challenging um, American individualism as it pertains to like our, confu- like maybe like a Neo-Confucianism where yeah. like we're looking at community, we're looking at Nunchi, we're looking yeah. at um greater good and social, whatever. It doesn't have to be social justice per se, but like just the social good. Yeah. Uh, what, it, what it means to be a
1: citizen? And, a citizen. A, yes.
0: Yes. And he, they were talking about how we've completely lost that idea and that's the the main reason why we're so scared Is because we feel like we're alone And it didn't used to be like that It used to be where like You know, even that's true When I was growing up in my apartment building All our neighbors, we knew each other Of course Not like friends no. per se But like if I was acting up Like a neighbor would, you know, pull my ear And yeah. be like, you know, but Shaky You know, yeah. like, so it was like <laughs> Everyone was kind of like raising each other, yeah. and we don't have that anymore. Especially with the sub suburban sprawl mm-hmm. and like you know white flight and all that. Like it, it's just like so much.
1: Well, also you you and I both grew up in apartment buildings. Yes, and it's that's different. We're poor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, just it's different when you know if you mm. lose your keys or you know what I mean, like. Like, the only time I ever really tried to be bad I guess I got caught so bad by all the people in my building everyone ratted me out nobody nobody covered for me everybody nobody told liked my parents. you. everybody told my parents <laughs> my pa- they told my parents they told them again they asked the fu- they asked follow-up questions about it how bad I was punished they wanted to know if I had gotten punished like
0: <laughs> the confirmation of the punishment is such a Korean thing yeah. <laughs> they delight. you know Uh, like you know you
1: go somewhere if you lose your you forget your keys or you know your like something happens so they don't can't come home and have dinner like you know you like that stuff is such an inherent you're right it is maybe just more apartment building poor people
0: (laughs) (coughs) poor people poor people rely on each other more i suppose i think that's true in every neighborhood every city yeah you know the more socially economic uh like the lower socioeconomic you know status you you tend to have to rely on each other mm-hmm. and yeah it's um it, it was really inspiring to listen to them because they really made me challenge m- myself into like oh what is it that i want you know i talk about like oh i want to be like so rich that someone leaves me alone <laughs> Which is like truly, you know, my inner joy is to be left alone. Yeah. But Obama said something that was really interesting because he was number one in Harvard. Harvard Business Law Review, the head of it, the first black man. Yes. You know, the early editor, junior yes. senator, first black president. Like this person is, you know, meant for greatness. and He's an extraordinary you know, person. Upper crust yes. one percenter yes. type thing, you know. He's an extraordinary person yeah and he said he did all that and when michelle met him he was she said you i saw this handsome promising man like running away from money and i thought he was crazy and i was like what the hell is wrong with you yeah and he said and she said because all i was ever told was go to a good school Get rich, don't get out of the apartment. She grew up like us. Yeah. And she was like, you know, like, I, I don't want to live like this anymore. I want to have space, my yeah. own room, blah, blah. <clears throat> and that's what she did. She went to law school. She went, yes. she became a lawyer and she yes. hated this job or whatever. Like, wh- how,
1: ma- how am I, I going to use what I have to get yes. out?
0: To get out, <laughs> right? Instead, but he was thinking about it as how am I going to use what I have to get back in? Because he always felt that because of his pedigree, mm. he had a pretty like, pretty low floor or pretty right. high floor so that he knew that he didn't have to chase millions because that would always be available to him. So he had, with that, he had the confidence to go do social work and community organizing because he was like, I realized that I, if, if I keep thinking about money, I'm going to be rich one day and I'll be alone. But if I have community, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter how rich I am because I'll never be alone. And that really struck wow. me. Wow, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I was yeah, like, I'm getting struck
1: uh, by, uh, by like uh, secondhand.
0: <laughs> you're say struck. Yeah. I was like, oh, oh, oh God.
1: <laughs> See, that's right. This is why that motherfucker is president. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and that's why exactly. I have a leaky house. Okay, this makes sense. <laughs> Okay, I. <laughs> this guy, really. I mean, because the thing about it is like he's he incredible. Had, this guy. I mean, the heft of his intellect gave him the wherewithal. His pedigree certainly gave him that as well. Um, um, but he also lived a life that was sort of very not stable.
0: No, he was moving around a lot. Divorced parents, divorced new parent. dad. Yes, not always yeah. the
1: same housing situation. So like he always could kind of exist above the fray. Right. Yeah. And um, like Michelle is very consistent family mm-hmm. and just like, you know, super solid. Like. Yeah, like extra- like an extraordinary per- person who also I mean, she's also extraordinary. Um, yeah, she is. But you see how they complement each other.
0: They do. Their diff- their approach is different, but their core is the same. Yes. Which is beautiful.
1: I mean, that's. Uh, because I mean like What Barack was talking about Was activism right Like the fact that You as a citizen Because he was always Less a part of a family And more a citizen of the world
0: mm, Yes 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 I see that
1: And so he understood The value of that Coming That's from community. that perspective Right And yeah. Michelle understood What it's like To be a good family member Of what it's mm-hmm. like And those like fun, That fundamental shit That enables you to do that Where it's not just An intellectual exercise because I think right, Obama right. You could have a always live home. There. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and how to connect with people in that way? Because
0: yeah,
1: I mean, because what we're talking about here is that very specifically the Asian American experience has always centered around activism, but that has been erased from the history of activism. Right. When mm. you, the thing that was really struck by in this article was, so the woman that they were talking to. Is her name is uh, Kim Fan uh, You know Kim Tran And she is an anti-racist consultant She's writing a book about interracial Coalitions and very Specifically You know That there's so many Asian American Activism not only started around civil rights It actually started around the 1800s Right they, during
0: like the railroad stuff
1: Yes because oh. the big Supreme courses uh, there are these Like big Supreme Court cases about race Um, That like helped Start defining (coughs) Civil rights legislation In the 60s
0: Wow Um, I didn't know that
1: So like You know one of the main things That the the big thing that she Kind of described was that Very specifically um, There's this really iconic Moment where when you think of Asian Americans, you kind of see them as this model minority. We're usually outside of politics, not mm-hmm. agitating, not being an activist. But just given the numbers you just said about BLM, this is categorically untrue. Right. And activism in this country is often centered around either the civil rights movement. But even around mm-hmm. civ- in the civil rights movement, there's so many like white people around them, right? It's like in, like instead of feminism, is always white people, um, mm-hmm. but the thing that she brought up is there's this uh, Japanese-American, Yuri Kochiyama. They're the person who's holding Malcolm X after he's been shot.
0: Wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. And we don't know anything about her. Exactly.
1: So mm. that's what I mean. It's like there's such a deep history of activism, even tied up with civil rights, even. Outside of just the Asian-American Activism about our own rights, but always in conjunction with the civil rights movement, with yeah. black people, that has been such a deep part of American history that has simply been erased. And that's mm. like a thing that happens, I think, a lot with Asian American people inside of this type of history, because it doesn't necessarily mesh with sort of like popular perceptions of what Asian Americans should be like. Right? We're good. We're not agitators. We are um, good citizens, but we do not mm-hmm. a- we do not um, advocate for yourso- ourselves. Right? We're right. good um, employees. We're good business owners. But we you never think of us, yes, as people that are going to be protesting in the streets. But mm-hmm. that Gallup poll simply says that it's untrue. Right? You can be an engineer and hold a sign. <laughs>
0: So why do you think this erasure is happening?
1: I just, I think that it is a part of what happens in the larger culture because it simply doesn't mesh with popular ideas about it, you know? And it gets mm. erased because it's easy to, when the perception is that Asian Americans are affluent, well-meaning, mm-hmm. right? And to s- the idea of the angry Asian just doesn't compute. It's like we plug it into the popular (laughs) culture and then it like spits it back. (sighs) No, we can't handle
0: that. Does not compute. (laughs)
1: Does not compute. Like it's just truly they, there's like a a glossing over and a rejection of it that may not necessarily be totally like cognizant or intentional. And I'm sure some of it might be intentional, but I I don't think it's necessarily so. But it's like, that is certainly it. I think even the fact that we as yeah. personalities encounter people being like, wow. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you know, if you actually ask people that know a lot of Asian people, we're all angry.
0: Oh, every <laughs> single one of us. <laughs> like, I mean, there is... I don't such... know one quiet Asian. Yes! I'm just not friends with any of them. And, it, and
1: it, isn't that crazy, though? Like, that it's still such a large, like, kind of iconic...
0: That's the thing. I think it, it has to do with our media. And mm-hmm. that's why what we do is... Okay. I don't know. I, it sounds so stupid. But us being... Our voices being out there in itself is revolution. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just... Saying exactly what we feel Not quote being model minority Which by the way I never really thought about How the, minor, mo, the term model minority In itself is anti-black mm-hmm. Because it's telling us That we are better than blacks Yes We are not causing trouble like blacks Exactly They want minorities to act like us Not blacks yes. And we used to take such pride in that We used to be like, oh, we're the good ones. The white people love us. How disgusting. How could we even think about that as something to be proud of? And
1: I mean, it afforded if it afforded. us privileges. Right. And as new immigrants. But the thing is, none of the actual facts bear this out.
0: No, it doesn't. That's why I think it's a publicity fucking hack job. Yeah. And you're right. I think it is. I don't know. Uh, somewhat purposefully done because, you know, I think white people have a very long history of creating the monster out of the black man because they have this sin of slavery that they can't get out or get rid of, but they don't just don't have that with us. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, it's not as much of a, a reason to vilify us yet. Or to like oppress us so like that, you know? It's more of like, it's more painful actually because it's like a quiet erasure of us.
1: <laughs> that, there you go. That's what it is. It's a quiet yeah. erasure. And it, I mean, it happened, I mean, in the night, in at the turn of the century, all that stuff, like they, a lot of the laws around racism really pertain specifically to Asian people because of Chinese railroad workers. And it started pivoting. At the, you know in the 50s and 60s after but I mean like the anti-racist sort of stuff was at an all-time high during World War II. <laughs> you know like, it was really bad that, I mean like you know the, the racism that we're experiencing because of Corona and all this stuff is like part and parcel or like whenever they can other you, right yeah. And this is the reason why the, the facts about activism and Asian Americans and involvement in political matters, is categorically false because Asian people have always recognized the need that we need to activate activate, advocate for ourselves <laughs> inside of specifically the political arena. Right? And a lot of the a lot of the Asian people coming have been refugees from political <laughs> like regimes that were overtly oppressive. So they understood right. the power of that. You know, it's
0: Yeah. They're also there I'm sure, I think there's a lot of that like oh, we just left this. Can we just
1: Can we just chill? <laughs>
0: Can you just leave us out of it For a generation (laughs) Let me Can
1: I Can I get my family Into a small Two bedroom apartment
0: (laughs) (laughs) Possibly rent control Just leave us out of it We won't vote We're good
1: Yeah I mean like But it's false
0: Like like the gal post shows It is absolutely false We are out here We are protesting We are politically active uh, you know, in some ways, we're more attached to the the black, uh, anti blackness being changed in our community than mm-hmm. any other community. And I'm so, that's why I keep looking for these stories because it's, it is something that I have to come to terms with. And you have to, we all have to come to terms with our anti blackness because it is part of the reason why this whole, um, Black Lives Matter thing is being politicized Is that we don't understand that we're not anti-black yes. we, Or we don't we don't ever say it Because it's the big taboo, right? It's the big, um, you know, uh, systemic racism That we claim that we're not part of Because we are, quote, POC We're part of it Even black people are anti-black
1: mm-hmm. I mean, it's all a function of the white supremacy Right? Absolutely. Like, as long as we are Buying into these things, and like we always have to challenge ourselves. That's what it is to be progressive, baby. Like, that's what it is. Like,
0: yeah, I love what you said like a couple of weeks ago. You know, you're like, to be progressive, you have to be willing to be wrong. Yes, that's inherently what it means. I was wrong six months
1: ago. I mean, if you listen to a couple of the podcasts, I'm like, yep, yep. Yeah,
0: I was wrong today. I was like, hydroxychloroquine, take it. I hear it's great. All the rich people are, did you see the Madonna post? All the rich people are getting a cure and you guys don't know about it.
1: Shut up.
0: Madonna's gone off the edge. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right, go look up her tweets and we'll be right back.
1: (laughs) Are you serious?
0: Yeah. Just
1: remember that people who take the time to try to um, insult you or hate on you on the internet are not worth your time. They are very just worthless, sad people who don't have anything better to do. um, And they mean nothing to you, and they should mean nothing to you, because they are meaningless people.
0: Okay, we are back with Kick-Ass Koreans, y'all. Yeah! All right, who do you got today?
1: I have a ballet dancer. Ooh? Yes. Okay, so this is a personal essay written by a um, Korean American ballet dancer. He he is a first generation Korean American, um, and he wrote this personal essay about what it meant to uh, pursue ballet. And the t- essay is t- entitled Overcoming the Guilt of Pursuing Ballet as a an Amer- Korean-American. And he's first gen, wow. okay? And he was just like talking about what it is to just grow up as a Korean-American. And I told you this. He, at 20 years old, took mm. his first ballet class. Insane. 20. Insane. Insane. And decided How? that this is what he You're wanted You're
0: like, to. that's when you like age out of ballet.
1: That is exactly what happens. And this motherfucker yeah. is like, a ballet dancer like he is a ballet dancer and like finished like a prestigious program in it and the thing about it is he talks about the selfishness and the guilt of choosing a creative path that he experienced Mm. and like that is something we've talked about ad nauseum on this podcast right that Mm -hmm. even daring to dream and especially to dream out loud Mm-hmm. Trademark, trademark pending for Peter Pan. <laughs> Happy uh, <laughs> um, <Ajima> show. <laughs> it's like is an it requires so much audacity mm-hmm. that if he was anything else would feel different, right? Right. And so it's. I just want to shout him out. This is a really beautiful. And also, I thought it was crazy that he was twenty and like took his first ballet. Like, that's like. Tr- Truly that's crazy. Psycho.
0: That's like so extra.
1: Yes. It was like yeah, it was that's o- some extra almost annoying. Korean
0: shit. Ah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's so annoying.
1: <laughs> also, we'll say what's cool. Another thing that makes him kick ass. No Twitter.
0: Oh, wow. Can't even tag him. Yes. Okay. Kind of cool. Well, yeah. I think he Maybe used to on have Insta. one. He
1: deactivated. He like oh, he used wow. to have one deactivated. I was like, that bitch. He did. must
0: have said some really regretful. <laughs> things
1: I, I was just like, this bitch <laughs> is looking out for his mental health. Yeah. Good on
0: him <laughs> Good on you, Daniel Yes,
1: I, I love this That's another kick-ass thing about you No yeah. shade, love it
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys Well, go Google, I guess, Daniel Cho Ballerina There's a personal essay on dancemagazine.com It's go not ballerina,
1: it's ballet dancer
0: what is, What's the difference?
1: A ballerina is a woman
0: I thought that was gender neutral Is it ballerino?
1: <laughs> Canceled
0: Valerie, no comment. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) come for me, bitch. (laughs) I need some buzz in my life. All right, Uh, my kick-ass Korean is none other than the person who was um, talked about in the NPR um, Code Switched episode we were talking about. Mm -hmm. His name is Edmund Hong. Mm. So in this article, um, uh, this NPR piece, you can listen to it. It's a little podcast piece. It's like 20 minutes. And they um, they they recorded him giving an, an impassioned, impromptu speech at a Black Lives Matter um, protest. You love an impromptu. And he got on the mic. Yeah, he just got on the mic. And it's not like he's like, I don't know, a fucking entertainer or actor or whatever. Like, he's a chef. So he's like, has Champ? no business. Uh, huh? He's a chef? Yes, a <laughs> chef. Um, he has no business being on a stage, but he got up there and you could hear his voice shaking. And he was loudly and impassionately t- talking to other Asians in the crowd about step your fucking game up. Stop being complacent. He comes from Atlanta. I grew up in Atlanta with a bunch of Koreans. My mom told me never to bring home a black woman or a Hispanic woman. Mm -hmm. And although I knew that was crazy that she said that, I can't help but that be embedded into my mind at a young age that there's something wrong with that. And that's something that I haven't come to terms with until now. So now is the time. Be brave and be out here and fucking speak up. And it was really moving and you know, when we talk about the erasure of Asian activists, this is the type of shit I like to see and be yes. celebrated because we don't see Koreans out here fucking talking. We don't see Koreans out here, Asians out here making big moves. Andrew Yang does not count. We are ashamed of him. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I would know, love a universal that basic income. I mean, UBI come sauce on, nice. Maybe that's your nice. shit. <laughs> <UBI sauce laughs> nice. But you know, he was he was bad for the brand.
1: Yeah. But
0: anyway, he's a chef, he's in LA, he moved from Atlanta. He I believe he is involved with or he's the proprietor of Good Good Pizza, G U D G U D. It's a pop-up curbside pizza. If you're in the area, go look up the Instagram. Oh. You'll probably see where they are. Support the guy if you're in LA, um, and thank you so much for listening to the podcast. We love you guys. I
1: know we've been we right. we love doing it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> come back next week. Okay. Bye.
1: Bye. <laughs> Bye.